0: Success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way, and in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle, and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cammy Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And I am excited to introduce you to this invincible one today. Jamie Westerman is a nurse practitioner and creator of For the Health of It. For the Health of It is a social media community and health coaching program committed to supporting individuals in their wellness, physically, mentally, and emotionally. If you're unhappy with your weight or overall health, Jamie can help you implement new habits to make lasting change. For the Health of It has successfully guided clients through thousands of pounds lost while helping to erase the stigma and self judgment associated with obesity. Jamie lives in Breezy Point, Minnesota, with Max, her two teens, and their rowdy dogs, and practices obesity and family medicine. Oh my gosh, Jamie, I am so excited to have you here with us today.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me, Cami. You have the best energy and are
0: just a bright, shiny light. So I, I respond to that. I love it. I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. And I know you came ready to deliver. I am excited today to talk to you about all the things that you're most passionate about. So let's jump in. Let's get started. Let's tell our listeners, how in the world did you get where you are today? And what makes you invincible?
1: Oh man, it's, It's been a long and bumpy and windy road. Let me say that. But, you know, in 2012, I was living in northern Minnesota in a pretty remote area. I was working as an emergency room nurse, and I had two preschoolers and a marriage that was on the rocks. It was wildly unhealthy. I didn't really know where life was going to go, and I felt pretty lost. And one night, I went in for a night shift, and my coworker said, Oh my gosh! I'm going back to school. I'm going to be a nurse practitioner. You should do it with me. And you know, I had always wanted to work in medicine. I actually, when I started my undergrad, I thought I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to go to med school. And I had volunteered in an ER at that time, and and it was, I really resonated a lot more with the nurses. So I thought, no, I'm going to go this nursing path. But going to be a nurse practitioner kind of gives you the best of both worlds. So you know, as she's telling me about this, she goes, Oh, by the way, the application is due in two days. And so I got done with my night shift, I instead of, you know, going to sleep, like I usually would getting ready for the next night, I filled out an application. And I thought there's no way the transcripts are even going to make it in time. But lo and behold, I not only got into the program, but they had selected just a few people to do this program full time. And I felt like I was on a time clock. Like I said, my marriage was it, it felt like it was coming to an end. And I knew that I needed not just the financial stability, but the stability in my schedule. I worked 12-hour shifts, days and nights. My kids were at daycare a lot. And I just needed that change. So here we go, getting ready for school. And one week before school starts, my marriage implodes. And it happened fast. And it happened in a really messy way. I made a lot of mistakes. He made a lot of mistakes. It was ugly it's part of my ugly. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I, I got to the place where it was like, am I going to do this or, or not? And I had a lot of support from my family, a lot of support from my parents. And I, and I started school and I somehow one foot in front of the other got through school. It was hell to say the least. Yeah. And I managed to start this career as a nurse practitioner. We moved in the meantime. I mean, I was working as much as I could. I was going to school. I was raising my kids. And and going through a divorce, and it was ugly. But I got to the point of starting a family practice, and I thought all oh, my problems are going to be solved. I'm going to have a nurse practitioner income, and that didn't happen because all of a sudden I had a two-income household become a one-income household. I had a divorce to pay for, and my grad school loan started coming in. And so, nine months into my you know family practice, I thought I can't keep up with this. I was working every other weekend. I was. Doing um, shifts in the urgent care whenever I didn't have my kids. And along come my friends who decided to jump into a direct sales business. Now, I know direct sales, a lot of people have opinions about direct sales. I have a lot of opinions about direct sales. And I thought, there is no way. But they started getting paychecks and I needed that. So I jumped in without any clue. I had never marketed or sold a thing in my damn life. And it really worked out for me. I started to learn how to use social media to, you know, get an audience. I started to be more comfortable with my own story and realize, you know, a lot of the things that I've been through, other people have been through. And it just really gave me the confidence um, to just share and learn and connect with people. So around that time, I started gaining weight, right? This is a story of every woman in their mid-30s. You know, I really didn't know where it was coming from. And I started a health group on social media, on Facebook, because I was a person at that point that was just sharing my journey. I was very vulnerable. And um, I wanted to bring people with me because I, I knew I wasn't the only one. And about 2020, I renamed that group for the health of it. And I started to do some coaching. And now for the last three years, I, you know, I work in family medicine, I have an obesity medicine practice now, and I've been um, doing coaching individually and in groups and. I just I love it. It's the best.
0: Oh, my gosh. I remember back then when you first started that you had put a post out saying that you were going to be sharing healthy recipes in a group. And I signed up for it. I was like, put me in that group. I need healthy recipes. And I love that. So I kind of remember how that started and. You know, and just to see you where you are today is just mind blowing. I just love this. Oh my gosh! Well, here we go. Tell us what makes you invincible. I feel like "invincible" is such a big word, and I could not have owned
1: that word a decade ago. But I can own it now, having gone through what I've gone through and just realizing, you know, I'm a badass, and I'm not afraid to say that anymore. That would have been something that I just I never could have imagined. But what I realized is. I was telling myself a story about myself that, you know, I was the good girl and I was a perfectionist and I needed to have everything in a row and I was afraid of change. And I own that story for a really long time until I finally started looking back at my life and going, you know what? I went to grad school on a whim. I got through grad school going through a divorce. I started to realize that I have started many things when I wasn't ready. and. I think there's a lot to be said for jumping into something when you're not ready for it. Now, I just go, right? I had this opportunity to join our medical weight management program um, at the healthcare institution that I work. And I didn't really know what was going to happen. I've been talking to people about health and wellness for a long time, but I just jumped and signed up for it. And here I am, and I love it. And I'm actually going to be shifting my whole practice to do obesity medicine. And I really think that there's something to be said for people who just start, even when it's not perfect. And even when they're not ready.
0: I love that. I love that you said that because I say this often, there's never been one thing that I've ever done in my life that I was ready for. Like, I cannot say there's one thing I just, yeah. So, and I think there's a lot to be said for that. I think the people that are waiting to be ready, never actually go because you're never going to be ready. You get ready along the way. Right. Oh my gosh, Joe, this is so good. Okay, well, that leads us right to you just walk the path and open the doors for us because (laughs) we are going to talk today about how to monetize your passion. And I absolutely love this topic. And I'm so excited to hear from you about more of how you did that, why you did that, and just just share with us everything we need to know about this. Well, I tell you what, I never
1: saw myself as a business owner. In fact, I was the person who would say, my brother has a business and I would say I could never do that. I need a 9 to 5. I need to punch in and punch out and you know just leave it all at the office. And so I really was unprepared to um to start a business. And when I got into direct sales, you know, it's kind of the easiest business you could ever imagine because you don't have to worry about any of the overhead. You're selling a product that somebody else makes and so Um, for me, it it was really easy and I became very passionate about the product. I still use it. I love it. I don't, I don't work in that business as much as I used to. I still have some residual income from that, which is lovely. Um, but I, I just never expected that that was something that I could even do. And it kind of opened this door that when I started learning more and more and more about nutrition and health, because. Unfortunately, people think that doctors and nurse practitioners and physicians' assistants know a lot about nutrition, and unless you take the time to learn it yourself, it's not taught in school. I had one nutrition class when I was uh twenty one years old, and that was a long time ago. A lot has changed since then, right? Yes, so a lot of what mm. I've learned, I've learned because I've listened to podcasts, I've read tons of books, I've read research articles, and you know, I just had to turn a lot of this into what can I take from this? And there was a lot of trial and error, but I became so passionate about just health and wellness in general. And through this group, I started having so many people inbox message me, you know, text me, call me and say, what should I do? How should I do this? And, you know, I've I've been lucky enough. I'm, you know, 10 years divorced now, and I've been lucky enough to um, just find this amazing man, Max, in my life. And he is Just a through and through entrepreneur, right? I mean, he started a business in his basement a long time ago, and he, I don't even know how many businesses he has anymore. It's crazy. (laughs) But he was the one who said to me, Why are you giving people all of this free advice? And I didn't really realize what value I was giving to people and that there could be a price tag on that value. And I think a lot of people know many things or they have skills or all of this knowledge that they have hidden and they maybe drop in little tidbits to people and they don't realize there is a way to turn this into an income or a paycheck. Now, I by no means think, okay, take your passion, drop everything that you're doing, you know, forget about right. your, your, your paycheck <laughs> and just run with it. I still have my day job. I will probably have my day job for a long time because I've realized I can do both. I like multiple streams of income. And so I've just really put that value on myself and decided, okay, I'm not going to share all of this for free anymore. Now I, I, in my group share a lot of valuable information for free, right? Because I think there's a lot of things that people deserve to know. There are a lot of myths in the diet industry, right? But if somebody really wants one-on-one time, you know, then I'm encouraging them to sign up for my coaching. And a lot of them do. And I really get a lot of people from this group and referrals from people who have been through my groups. Um, and to be perfectly honest, what I've found is I've coached people for free before and they don't really value it because they didn't pay for it. Right. Have you ever joined
0: a gym and you've only gone because you're paying for for the gym, right? Yes. They say your commitment, your commitment (laughs) is in direct proportion to your investment. A hundred percent. It's a hundred percent true. And so, the people
1: that I've coached along the way for free I almost did them a disservice, I think, because they didn't put value on it. And, you know, usually after a couple of weeks, things kind of faded and they, you know, dropped out and I, I didn't hear from them again. And it's like the more value I put on what I'm teaching, the more people really
0: feel like I'm investing in myself and I'm going to plug in. I love that. And the I, the whole goal of this isn't just To make money, it's to help people have a transformation. So if they don't actually do the work, then there is no transformation. And now everyone's just wasted their time. So I love that you do that because I do think more people show up more serious uh, that way. So take us back to that time in the beginning, because I think people will tend to be like, Well, how do you even get started and something like this? So So I remember, so here behind the scenes, I remember the recipe, right? The healthy recipe group. And now meanwhile, Max is seeing what you're doing and saying, what the heck are you doing? And so how did you make that transition from the healthy recipe group to the, I'm going to monetize this? And how did you put all that together? You know, honestly,
1: I really value my audience's opinion. And so I think it started literally with a post, would you pay for health coaching? (laughs) And I got a lot of response for that. You know, what would you think if I put out a health coaching group? And in the group, I've always done challenges along the way, whether it's a fasting challenge, next month, we're coming, we're doing a yoga challenge, a daily yoga challenge. And so I've always done these different challenges. But I really wanted to know, would people be interested in, in more? And they were interested. And I think sometimes we not only undervalue ourselves, but we don't realize that people will pay real money <laughs> for a good or a service that they're interested in, in learning about. And they're happy to. You know, I've never had somebody grumble and complain about paying for coaching because they're, they're excited. They want to make this change. And so I think I started there. And let me tell you, it's it's come a long way. What I realized was I did a lot of live videos in my group and on my Facebook page, just sharing information. If I learned something in a book, I would be so excited to share it. Number one, I learn best by teaching, right? And I love to yeah. teach. There, there's a lot of teaching in medicine. I sit down with a patient one-on-one and, and it's, it's a lot of teaching and coaching right in that appointment. And so I would listen to a book and think, oh, who can I tell? <laughs> I love that. You know? Max and my kids get only can hear so much, right? (laughs) They don't want to hear anymore. And so I started doing live videos and getting a lot of response from that. So what I realized was, okay, here's a free platform. Facebook is free. Facebook messenger is free. Uh, YouTube is free. I could start doing videos and pulling people in and letting them have this experience of learning, not just from my voice, but from my face and you know, my body language. And I think that that's so much more valuable than than just a handout or a, a, a voice or a chat on the phone. You know, I started out by doing Zoom visits with people and I realized that was very time consuming for me. So I scaled that down. Um, I started out by doing daily videos with my coaching group and realized I have time for this some days. You know, some days it was easy. And other days it was really hard to get in. And then I was distracted, and I wasn't really getting the point across. And you know, I work in medicine, but I believe in all types of healing. And so um, I was working with my Reiki instructor, and she was like, "What are you doing? You need to pre-record all of these videos." And that was life-changing. And I don't know why I didn't think about it myself, but you know, sometimes you're so deep in it, you're just doing what you're doing. And it's been a lot of learning along the way. There has never been like this, you know, some people will start a business by starting an outline and, you know, doing a lot of research. And for me, it was just boots on the ground, figure it out. And I think I learned
0: best that way. I love it. And I love how you teach. And I had the privilege of being in your group. And every morning, I look forward to that next video. And, <laughs> and you share so much. And I think you're a great teacher. And I've learned so much Thank from you. you, which is why I was really passionate about having you on the show so you could share with my listeners because I think it made a huge difference in my life and I know it will for them too. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. So tell us a little bit about what's going on in the group and what kind of things, first of all, who is it for and what Mm -hmm. kind of things are you talking about that uh, problems you're solving? Yeah, well. I will be honest,
1: there's men and women in that group, but it is a definitely a female driven group, right? Um, I made, I made this a place because I needed support and I knew other people needed support. And I've been in a lot of groups where people are kind of mean girls, right? And I just, I didn't want that. And so, um, I guess what I've created, I think is a group of people who really support each other. I've had a lot of people make connections in the group and they kind of You know, use each other as accountability partners. Um, I share a lot of of other people's information in that group. You know, I have some people that I love to follow who are, you know, doctors or nutritionists or dietitians or you know, fitness experts on Instagram and different places. And I share a lot of their information. I share a lot of different, you know, websites and books. I love books. I've read thousands and thousands of hours of of books, and I share a lot of those kinds of things. And like I said before. I like to do a challenge every once in a while. You know, there's no structure to this group. So sometimes it's a month before I'm really like, okay, I got to get my act together and and, and get involved in my group again. But when I do, it, it just feels so good. So I decided in the month of July, I thought, okay, I have been walking my dogs and I lift weights a couple of times a week, but I really want to work on my nervous system, right? And so most of us spend a lot of time living in our sympathetic nervous system where it is fight or flight, and our cortisol is high. And it's really hard to lose weight when we spend a lot of time there, right? When we have high cortisol, we have high blood sugar. And so we can't lose weight when our blood sugar is high. And yoga is something that can really calm your nervous system. And so I thought, I need to just start implementing this 15 minutes a day, I'm going to commit in July. And then of course, you know, okay, I have this group, I have this group for support. And guess what? If I have to be accountable to the group, <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yes. <laughs> and, so, right? and so um, that's what we have coming up is, is a, a yoga challenge. I'm going to just find different videos. There's free content all over the place. Start out, you know, I know some people are going to be beginners. And so we're going to start with some beginning 15 minute yoga videos. I'm planning on doing them the day before. So that way I can give a little insight and make sure you know, it's not too tricky or or something I myself can't do. And then, you know, every morning there, the group is going to wake up to a
0: new video to do that day. So let's I love that. I am doing that with you, that yoga awesome. group. I've never done yoga. I'm an absolute beginner. Oh, It'll be amateur it. all the way, but I've always wanted to learn. Okay. But you know what? This is the thing is that most people are more like me. Like they're not just going to show up, at a studio for the first time, not knowing yeah. anyone and trying to learn how to do this. And so yeah. for me, I feel like it's a really comfortable place, right? Me in, in your video yeah. and be yeah. able to learn this to get me to a place where I might be more comfortable going and taking it further. So I 100%. love that you're doing that. And again, I just it goes back to you being a great teacher, but you're also leading the way. You know, it's easy to sit behind a desk and tell people what they should be eating and what how they should be moving their body. But when yeah. I see you sweating with weights in your hand and you're out of breath and you're trying to talk to me, I am like, you are a badass. <laughs> you're, you're an absolute rock star. And that inspires me because I'm like, if she can do it with all that she does, I can do this, too. And so I just love that, and I'm really looking forward to yoga in July. Oh my gosh, so fun! Me too. So fun! Yes, (laughs) awesome. Okay, well, you mentioned lots of things about sharing other people's information and books Mm -hmm. and things like that. Tell us what your favorite book health wise is.
1: Oh, okay. I love this book called "Glucose Revolution," and I know I've shared in our coaching group a lot of information. Um, This. Uh, this was found because people know that I love books and they know that I love information. So a friend of mine who I've met actually through my direct sales business and is a part of my For the Health of It group sent me um, an Instagram page and it was at Glucose Goddess, this Instagram page. And it is this wonderful lady, um, Jessie Inchuspe. I don't know if I'm saying that right. She's French and she's adorable, but she is she's amazing. And what happened to her was, She had a traumatic brain injury at a young age, and she started realizing that her symptoms of her traumatic brain injury would be much more significant on certain days. And she started linking it with sugar and food and what she was eating. And so she lives in Europe and Europe is a little bit more forward thinking and health measures. And so she started using a continuous glucose monitor and tracking, you know, okay, when I eat this food, this is what happens. When I eat this food in this order, or when I eat this food and then follow it with exercise, this is what happens. Because what a lot of people aren't aware of is weight gain and weight loss revolve completely around what's happening with our blood sugar. And so she took that concept and she came up with this book, Glucose Revolution, based on these experiments that she was doing with herself and then started doing with her friends and her family. And first of all, she explains the concept of insulin resistance very well. Insulin resistance is the precursor to diabetes and people can be insulin resistant for 20 years or or decades before they ever have this change where they're in diagnosed with diabetes. And I have a lot of patients come in and say, you know, I don't understand how this happened. I didn't change anything. Right. But nobody has ever tested their insulin And, and doctors and nurse practitioners and PAs, they don't know to do this, right? It's not standard practice. And so when I am encouraging some of my coaching clients to check insulin, there's times that their providers say, I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? And that's really a disservice, right? So I love that she explains this whole concept of insulin resistance and what's happening in the body really well. And then she gives what she calls these hacks that are real world tips on, you know, how to eat and, and be active to help prevent those huge blood sugar spikes that are then making us crazy because that's what happens, right? For her, she was having more symptoms of her TBI. For a lot of people, you have that crash of energy, you have brain fog, you know, everybody knows what that afternoon crash feels like, right? Yes. And when I eat a really healthy lunch, weird, I don't have that afternoon crash, right? Yes. If I am just grabbing something on the go and it's got a bunch of sugar in it, because Here's the deal. Everything that I'm teaching, it's because I'm doing it the wrong way too, right? Mm -hmm. I have a processed food addiction, just like so many of my patients, and I'm not doing it perfectly all the time. So I love that her hacks give this little bit of breathing room, right? Yeah. You know, if you eat a high carbohydrate meal and you take a 10 minute walk after your blood sugar, isn't going to rise up quite as high. And I've actually experimented myself with a continuous glucose monitor and her, her hacks work. Um, So that's probably the book that
0: I recommend the most um, to to my patients and to anybody who will listen, quite honestly. (laughs) I love that. And I've loved the lessons that you taught. And I actually did buy the book and started reading it. So I love that. Yes, yes. But I didn't know if there were more or if that was your favorite. So I love that. Oh, my gosh. This has been so amazing. (laughs) Let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Well, the
1: best place is Facebook. I'm 43. So I, you know, all these newfangled TikToks and things like that. I think they're fabulous for my kids, <laughs> my teenagers, but Facebook is the best place to find me. Um, and, and actually the best place to find me is through the, for the health of it group and, um, you know, just hop on there and shoot me a message or, um, go to my Facebook page and search for Jamie Westerman. And we'll put the link in your, um, in your, Podcast page and and then people can find me there. So
0: yes, yes, all the links will, to you will be in the show notes for sure. But we love to just tell people where they can find you here in case they want to do it real quick. But as you're listening, click the link in the show notes and you can click yourself right into Jamie and find her uh-huh. very easily. This has been amazing, Jamie. Thank you so much for sharing you. so much today to inspire and really empower and, you know, they just equip people and just inspire them to want to, to, to take the first step. I, I know so many people who get so stuck in that place where they are, that they can't even yeah. take the first step. And I think that um, I've seen, if anything, so many things, but the one thing is that you really do help people take the first step and they're easy steps. Like it's not this yeah. huge, like, You can never do this again, right? It's like, just do this today and we'll talk tomorrow about what to do. And I just love that about the way that you teach and the process because it's not from deprivation, right? You're always empowering. And um, I love that. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camylehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend. And it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th. So don't miss out.
2: Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this, you now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info@adventurefound.org.
0: promise our (laughs) listeners that while we're going to bring them fierce entrepreneurs and we're going to share their expert zone of genius, we also believe in authenticity. See, there are people out there today and they're face down on the ground and they can't even get back up and they get stuck and they don't know what to do. And they need to hear from successful entrepreneurs like you that it's normal, right? There's nothing wrong with them. Like, hard times come. Our entrepreneurship is not easy. Um, People start to think, what's wrong with me? The truth is you're perfect just the way you are. Mm -hmm. We just don't talk about the obstacles because that's not what brings success. But I do believe that once we figure it out, we owe it to the others to go back and say, hey, I know how the story ends. Come with me. Right. And then we bring them along. And so we're about to do that right now. So are you ready to tell some fun stories, <laughs> funny or not funny, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I hear so many times people say, this is my favorite part of your whole podcast. So let's mine. jump in. Oh, I love that. <laughs> let's jump in and let's, I love to hear the good news first. So we're going to start there. Tell us a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far. Well, you know,
1: when I started in that direct sales company, all I really wanted besides a little extra cash to be a cushion was to take my kids on a trip. When I started this, my kids were seven and eight, I think that Ben and Bailey were. And I wanted to take them to Walt Disney World. And I wanted to show them that what I was doing could lead to a reward for all of us. And so, you know, when I started doing phone calls and spending time on my computer at night, I would always remind them, this is so we can do something fun as a family. And um, about a year into that journey, I had made enough money that I could plan this trip. And not only could I plan a trip to Disney, but we got to stay at, you know, the Animal Kingdom Hotel. And I just made it really special. I brought my mom, actually, so she could experience it with all of us. And that was, man, I got on that airplane. And I just felt so much pride in myself for making that happen. And in the last 10 years, we have gone on a lot of trips, because I am a totally, you know, my love language is quality time. And I just want to get my little family all in a place where they have to just sit and look at me. And we have to do things together. And so I think what's been the, the best besides, you know, helping people change their life, which is, obviously wildly rewarding. And it's why I keep doing what I'm doing. But it's, it's been really fun for my family to get to kind of
0: reap the benefits of it, too. So I love that. And speaking of trips, what has been your favorite trip so far?
1: Oh, my gosh, we went to Hawaii, in I think it was 2017 or 2018. And it was just everything about it was magical. I loved everything about that vacation. And and my whole family remembers that vacation as just being very special. I love that. Oh, my gosh. This is so fun. And what's next up on your trip list? Um, Next is Max and I are going to New Orleans. That was the first trip we ever took together. And then this year I'm doing individual trips with my kids. So I just got back from um, Jackson, Wyoming with Ben. That was where he decided to go. And in October, Bailey decided that we are going to Savannah, Georgia. So I love it. Oh,
0: my gosh. (laughs) What a fun life you've created for these kids as they grow up. And you know what? You're teaching them to be great too because they're going to grow yeah. up, they're going to learn from you and they're going to they're going to model what they've learned and that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you're you're killing it, Jamie. You're doing such a great <laughs> job all the way around. No. Okay, well that was fun, but now we have to talk about <sighs> the other stuff. So we're going to go with the bad. We'll save the ugly yeah. for last. Tell us a story about the bad part of the journey. Well, I'm a people pleaser. I
1: like to make people happy. I grew up as the good girl, right? I was the oldest. I was always keeping, you know, everybody just kind of happy and calm and and nurtured. And when I started in the direct sales world, people had a lot of opinions. And some of those people were my family members. <laughs> and So I got a lot of grief at first. My sister gave me a really hard time, my younger sister, about, you know, being with the family and having to take a phone call or responding to an email or things like that. And and honestly, my kids gave me a really hard time. They were kind of at an age where they wanted my undivided attention. And it was really hard to kind of sacrifice some of the moments for what I knew was going to create a better life in the future. Right. And I had several years in my direct sales business where I made a six figure income and it was life changing. It helped my family buy a cabin It helped us get into our, our dream home. And I think I just had to kind of get over it because pleasing people was something I thought I had to do. And I realized nobody else is paying my bills and nobody else gets to decide how I'm going to spend my time. And now I get to reap these benefits and people say all the time, you're so lucky. And I think,
0: yeah, I am lucky, but also I worked my butt off for this. Uh, I love that you said that because. That's what happens. Right. Other women are comparing themselves to you and they think you're so lucky. You're so smart. You're so beautiful. You're so this, you're so that. And you want to smack them. It's like you have no idea what, uh, you know, like (laughs) luck. The the harder I work, the luckier I get. Right. It's like Yes. And that's why I think it's so important to share some of the behind the scenes, because we're not lucky. We just we're still doing it. We don't let these people stop yeah. us, you know? And really they mean right. well. They don't understand. They want the best for us, totally. but they have no idea. And sometimes we just have to believe in our dream so much that we can't hear the naysayers. And they always totally. come around. What do they say? Oh, I always knew you could do it. I'm so proud of you. When when are you yeah. taking me to Disney, right? It's right. Like, right. I want to go too. Yep. Yeah, and so, and I love that, you know, that is the ending of that story is that now you have all the supporters, but you know, I think we need to remind our listeners, like, don't get caught up in that because people will steal your dreams and it's up to us to protect them and to not allow that to happen. Otherwise we're just giving in. And so I love this so much. All right. Are you ready? Because we are going ugly. <laughs> oh, it's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> tell us a story about the ugly part of this journey, Jamie. Well, I could tell you the story of my divorce, but boy, that is, I don't know if I could go there. So
1: I'm going to tell you the story of why I started getting so involved in, you know, learning about weight loss. And it was because of my own journey. And I had always been a very athletic person. I really never struggled with my weight. I didn't have to worry about dieting. You know, I was like every other girl under the sun looking at myself, going, Oh, my butt's too big or my thighs are this. And you know, there was that kind of thing, but I really never had to worry about my weight. Meanwhile, I was eating horribly, I was incredibly stressed out. The scale just never reflected that until (laughs) until everybody knows all about the good old divorce diet, right? When you get a divorce, a lot of people go through this drastic weight loss because I'm gonna tell you what, for me, it was just severe calorie restriction. I I barely could eat for almost nine months. I maybe would eat a bowl of cereal, and that was my, you know, one meal of the day, only because I thought I haven't eaten anything today. And I've always been really healthy, around 150 pounds. And during my divorce, I got down to about 133 pounds, which was just not enough for me. I didn't even weigh 133 pounds when I was, you know, a freshman in high school, and that lasted for a while. And all of a sudden I started to get happy, right? As we do, my life turned around. It was amazing. I met Max. We just, you know, made this incredible life together, but I started gaining weight back. My body had been used to three or 400 calories a day and it learned to live like that. So when I started eating like a normal person in a normal diet, all of this weight started coming and it would be eight pounds. And then I'd go six months and I'd be stable and I'd gain another 10 pounds. And all of a sudden, I found myself at 190 pounds, which was what I weighed when I gave birth to my son. And I was wildly uncomfortable. I, you know, not only was my self confidence just in the trash, but everything on my body hurt, my back hurt, I was having headaches, I was bloated all the time, my digestion was just horrible. And so I really had to learn along with the, the people that I've been teaching along the way. And, and it's been an ugly journey. And you know, up until even the last probably nine months, I've tried everything under the sun. And it took me going back to get an obesity medicine certification, 75 hours of, you know, more training to really go, okay, this is what's going to work for me. And am I at my goal weight? No. (laughs) Would I, would I, would I love to see that one fifty again? Yes. But you know what? I'm a lot closer than I used to be, and you know there was a time that it felt like I was teaching inauthentically because I was telling people what to do and not always doing it myself, and that felt icky inside, and so now I can really, truly feel like, okay, I am not perfect. um, I think it makes me more relatable, but also, I just know that this is the way to do it, and now I can share this and and actually feel authentic because. I'm I'm in it right along with my clients and my patients.
0: That's amazing. And I said this before, I'd much rather be working with someone alongside of me that has walked the walk, knows yeah. all the parts of it and can really either push, pull or drag you through, right? <laughs> or pick you up and carry you. Like <laughs> yep. it means so yeah. much to know that you do understand all of the parts of it and that you're able to support your clients and, and all the people in your community. And that is worth so much. So thank yeah. you. I want to say like worth its weight in gold, right? Uh, <laughs> no pun yes. intended, but yes. uh, <laughs> that is amazing. And thank you so much, Jamie, for being here, for sharing so authentically, for sharing so much of your, what you're an expert in to inspire others. And thanks for being invincible. Oh, thanks, Cami, for having me. Oh, my gosh. And to our listeners. Oh, my gosh. You are hearing from Jamie Westerman for the health of it. Be sure to click the link in the show notes and check her out. Reach out to her. She can help you. I promise she can help you uh, if you'll let her and if you'll team up with her. I don't know where you are in your life or your business or even in your health. But no matter where you are, even if you're face down on the ground right now, And you feel like you can't do it. I know it feels that way. We know what that feels like. But I'm telling you right now, you can. You can do it. You can do anything. But you got to get back up. Tell them, Jamie.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's it. That's all you have to do, right? You can be face down on the floor. And if you just take that one first step, and it can be a tiny, tiny step,
0: you're going to get back up and you're going to do big things. That's it. You guys just get back up you can do anything. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at KamiLeman.com. I can't wait to meet you.